Hello. Hey, everybody. You know what? I think out of everything provided here, Hats choose one of these dumb tweets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna choose it from, uh, from my court. Um, <laughs> not all women are innocent. Yes, I am one. Therefore, I know what one is capable of. Not all women is synonym with the word innocent. Whatever the hell that means. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do they mean synonymous? I don't know what they mean. Well, if they I intend to or not. Uh, it could, yeah, I don't know if they mean this in kind of more of a poetic way, like women, like you look up women in the dictionary and you think of innocent. But maybe they do you. mean, yeah. <laughs> or they mean like You, you need like one of those World War Two code breaker machines. To, to figure <laughs> yeah, out like even reading like their, their profile username, like uh, it's, it's like Elon Musk's like kid. <laughs> what is this? Maybe this is like social commentary on Sujin. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Everything up until now has just been things about Sujin. Now you know what I'm thinking? Game. Maybe they're like Nostradamus. Like, you know how Nostradamus said a whole bunch of stuff? So, like, some of the stuff he said was true because he said so much stuff that some of it happened to come true. <laughs> so, maybe this account is like that. Tweeted for like seven hours straight, nine hours, ten hours. Jesus. What? Wow. Dude. So, for them, whatever. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I mean, it's been a mini implosion in the industry late recently. Mm -hmm. But aside from, you know, K pop and stuff, I would like to wish everyone a happy quadral annual, quadro annual, whatever, however English works. Black versus Asian Twitter race war <laughs> over the past week. <laughs> oh, jeez. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you mm. add that sample later, Kamaru? Hmm? The sample for another one? Another one. Another, another one. No. <laughs> um. I, I would switch back to the samples, but you said I don't sound like a human being when I do that. <laughs> No, it so... didn't. I mean, it sounded like there was something wrong with your mic. That was the issue. Like, it didn't mm. sound like a filter. Like, it sounded like <laughs> it sounded like your mic was having issues. So maybe it's just that specific filter. The soundboard will have to go to rest for now. So we have like three comebacks, and apparently there's going to be like a trend of sexy concepts for female sol soloists. Not that I'm complaining. It's refreshing. Hmm. Mm. So Chunka dropped like a whole album. Not that I listened to it, but it's a nice change of pace. Oh my god, I forgot about her. <laughs> I think it's I because of all the pre-release singles she's done. Yeah, it just yeah. feels like it's like I thought yeah. you already had an album out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she had COVID, which is yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Girl. Twenty-one songs, so good job. Wow. I like side C unknown. <laughs> and then we have Sunmi's Tale, which is like 24 hours but grown and better. Hmm. I don't know. Because people kept comparing it and I was like, I don't know if it's better because I don't remember 24 <laughs> hours that well. Oh, wow. I, I don't. It's not better than Porta Pipom. And it's not better than Noir. 
it, but it yeah, is it's go. better than Gashina and uh it's not that hard to get better than Gashina. Yeah, and um is it better than Gnarly? I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> the song <laughs> itself is fine. Um the choreo and like the concept really help. Really. Um, yeah, I think the chorus is a bit muted. You know how that synth comes in at the dance break? I wish that synth was more highlighted throughout the entire song. Oh, yeah. I really like the song, but yeah, it, it's really good conceptually. Mm-hmm. Like, and the chore, I really, really like that choreography. I literally don't need to hear her sing it ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, the choreo is definitely iconic. Well, I didn't like the song, so. I mean, and she's usually, like, I really like her songs, or I don't at all. Um, my favorite Summy album is Warning. It mm. came out, like, three years ago or something. But I will say that I like the fact that Summy produces and writes all her own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She's very talented, and people don't really recognize it it feels yeah. like like it's kind of like she's doing a lot more and i mean this is kind of mean but especially considering the fact that she used to just be like a visual <laughs> like they they definitely made k-pop idols a little different <laughs> back in the day <laughs> if, a, if a visual can kind of stem out to becoming a decent singer being able to write and create their own lyrics compose their own songs at this level because there are a lot of these, like, idol rappers who are like, yeah, I make my own music. And that's, like, their entire shtick. And they're, like, not even half as good as she is. <laughs> yeah, she's really good. I mean, you're thinking of all the, like, three and a half and fortune, like, male idol rappers. <laughs> yeah, Sunmi yeah. is, like, peak idol. Yeah. She deserves her own tier. Sunmi tier. Right after <laughs> A tier. <laughs> there was... Wanho, who literally like just had his comeback like 15 hours ago or so. Um, the song is really good. I haven't watched. I there's no stage performances out yet. Um, but I, I really, I'm glad because I know a lot of idols when they leave their labels, they end up making much worse music <laughs> after they leave. So it's good that Wanho's music is getting better and better. I like this song a lot better than Open Mind. Um. So, yeah. I I sorry to backtrack back to Changa, but I just find it so funny. Like <laughs> idols will never be free. She had to say that bicycle is like it's about finding myself. Oh and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing new, but it's always because <laughs> when I was watching the music video, I was like, oh wow, she really went there. But then all the other comments are interpreting like, wow, she loves her bicycle. And I was like, did I miss something? (laughs) 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 Yeah, she's definitely riding on her bicycle. Good for her, though. Pet smart. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we have to lie? I don't... It's the same thing with, like, um... Was it Whiplash with NCT? And... There was like a, I don't know who it was, but like the interviewer like had to ask him about the meaning of the song, and like he Taeyong just straight up lied. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, I don't know. It's like even the like ooh scandalous stuff. It's just uh, just euphemisms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. One day, the one day that an idol says the D word, <laughs> the stream will implode. <laughs> well, actually, no, because Chonkyun's comeback has the D word in it. It's literally the title of the song. <laughs> um, but Chankyun is in a he's in a, a niche of like I don't think Korea really cares about him and all of his fans are like mostly like women in their 20s <laughs> and he's like cursed multiple times on his on his V-lives and nobody really responds so I think the company realized like oh okay this doesn't mm-hmm. matter but he's an anomaly yeah. um, kind of like BM the only idol yeah. to like ever say <laughs> yeah i think that's an interesting little niche of like idols who are like male idols who are westernized who for some reason get the liberty to promote themselves more in a way that americans would consider cool because the company recognizes there's a niche that needs to be filled mm-hmm. yeah interesting one day we will free shanghai <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess there's not much to say about Wanho after that. Uh, so, Shiny. Hmm, yes. Um, mm-hmm. well, I tweeted, I, I talked about this a bit, but, um, there's, like, mixed opinions on Don't Call Me. Some people are saying it sounds like an NCT song. I don't know any NCT songs <laughs> that sound like that. <laughs> I, I can agree with the yeah, beginning beginning sounding like an NCT song, but when it hits the first chorus, it sounds a lot more EXO. By the end of the song, it kind of sounds like a Super M sort of song. Maybe Shiny and the Bridge, but definitely not NCT. <laughs> um, when people say that, they just, they just say that line all the time when they don't like something that's been released. Yeah. <laughs> People just get on the internet and say things. They don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just talking. Um, I actually like the song. I, I think I'm in a minority of people. But I don't know. Maybe I like the like the weird, aggressive, like, don't call me thing. I don't know. The styling was awful, so it's very shiny and I like that. <laughs> That's pretty much just my takeaway from it. <laughs> well, I'm not a fan of them. I've never really listened to them at all. And I listened to this and it was fine. Cool. I listened to that whole album. Mm. I liked, um, I don't know, some of the tracks are a little, uh, mm, what's the word, abrasive? I don't know. It's a mm. lot. <laughs> Um, but I liked Marry You and Attention. I thought those were cute little songs. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be listening to Shiny in the future, but I'm glad I gave him a chance. For me, I d- Marry Me, Marry You was fine. I felt a lot of these songs that people, because people were insisting that Heart Attack should have been the main uh, single over Don't Call Me. But Heart Attack literally sounds like every shiny like if you think of a shiny song heart attack literally sounds like that (laughs) like it's not that interesting um other than that i like code a lot and body rhythm 
but overall it's a good album. It's not as good as Neozone. Um which is unfortunate. Oh, one tidbit for the reason why Don't Call Me sounds so strange. Basically Lee Su Man oh, no. was like yeah, trailing them the entire time. They because I think Taman was like, Yeah, Lee Su Man helps us through every single part of the recording process of Don't Call Me and I was like, Oh no wonder why it sounds like that <laughs> <laughs> So that's why that song sounds so unshiny esque. But the rest of the album is fine. I think it could have been a bit more experimental, but I suppose they wanted to play it a bit safe with how long they've been gone and all that. How long have they been gone? Three years. Oh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. They have a single from this year, though. Oh. Or is this that weird thing where Apple Music will like accidentally upload someone else's? Oh song? no, this is some. This is something else. Yeah, okay, I figured. Because <laughs> I'm looking at this now, and I have, I have no recognition of what this is at all. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Because if you look at the copyright, it says copyright 2021 Shiny Incorporated, which is mm, yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is. Kind of like how Esta S. Esto esta mal is on Triple H's page. Yeah, if you look at Kai's album, it's like under a different person named Kai, like this a boy group or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Anything else? Oh, well, oh, oh go, go ahead. No, oh, Jinx. I guess. <laughs> um, I actually surprisingly did not mind Kong Daniel's comeback on Paranoia. It's not like amazing but instead of like the generic dark concept where they just kind of like have a dark concept it's like based on his own like anxieties uh i think it was last year the year before where there was this and i remember this article very clearly because it was very surprising like um what was it he was like coming out of music bank or something like that okay this must have been 2019 he was coming out of Music Bank or something, and he was smiling at all the fans, and he seemed very happy. And then, like, uh, like uh, I don't know how many hours later, he sent out a post being like, I feel super anxious and worried, and I'm so scared. And people were like, no way, he looks so happy when he waved to us on Music Bank. Oh my and... god. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, talked about his uh, struggles with... I don't remember what words he used, but... Uh, but yeah, with fame, I guess kind of the paranoia around people and all that. So, um, it, I I would hope that people who see Con Daniel's paranoia don't just think it's like a generic dark concept. Like it's very obviously based in his own issues. So, I thought that was cool. Hmm. Well, I was gonna say is that apparently rumor has it, and an SNSD comeback is coming. Mm -hmm, yes. You can't. Tease me like that. Because <laughs> are we talking about an OGG comeback or like all eight? Yeah, I was Should be nine, but eight. That. Apparently it's all of them, but we'll see. Because what was the point mm. of OGG? <laughs> I, I don't know. Make some money real quick? Yeah, I guess. Yep. They know they can. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they do get to have their comeback. I, re I really would want to see that. Maybe it's yeah. kind of like a twisted thing for me where I want to put, like, new gen stands in, like, in their place. 
but <laughs> Kiba merges. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like him so much more for that. <laughs> yeah, that's his whole like uh, image is kind of being sassy. Just want to know when we're gonna get a red velvet comeback, but. Apparently they surpassed surpass Blackpink in, like, hiatus length. Mm. If that's humanely possible. Wow. Wow, yeah. It's been almost no, a year, no, actually, Luna, I guess. Luna is still the queen of hiatus, I think. Aren't oh, they? yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, butterfly. They even yeah. me, and I'm a blink. <laughs> oh, I keep having to suffer. <laughs> Fine. Well, they should have something coming out. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm lying. Because I remember they released the teasers for Butterfly, and it <laughs> and it was like a year. <laughs> yeah, they released the teasers for something called Burn, and you never yeah, saw it again. Yeah, yeah. Or like the Hyper Ballad. Yeah. Which <laughs> Jaden Chong literally deleted it. Yeah, I remember seeing his little tantrum. He was like, since I'm leaving, I de- decided to delete all the files. I was like, why? How did you delete files? <laughs> How do you just delete whole songs? You could have given it to someone else. He is <laughs> such a menace. <laughs> well, so he's cruel. gone. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. He left two years ago. We're still feeling like the the shocks <laughs> <laughs> with that horrible styling they had. And why not? That was. Oh my god! I I like to. That album doesn't exist to me. <laughs> Because even the B-sides on that are just, it's just not like Luna. <laughs> it's just terrible. Mm. That cowboy stuff, I remember seeing people on Twitter like pretending that it was really good. Like, wow. This I kind of like tri- it. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't like, it doesn't fit the song. <laughs> I'm I'm so mad that like rapping is mandatory for girl groups because why oh my not would be one of my favorite songs ever without that horrible rap? Like that is <laughs> the best bridge I've heard in years. But they had to throw it all away. <laughs> Are you talking about the rap that goes like take it to the right, take it to the left? No, like, that's all night. Like a... every single second of rap. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. just I can't do it. Especially with since like Jin Sol's voice was really nice. Ugh. The yeah. Society. Yeah, Jensel couldn't just not rap. <laughs> and she's supposed she can... to be the main rapper. I don't see it. It's because she has like the girl crush image left over mm-hmm. from Odd Eye. I'm pretty sure they mentioned that like during Odd Eye era. Like she's the rapper because she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and like I noticed, um, just like observing that that's not even what she's like. Just let her be. Her it's little, not at all. Little yeah. singer, because. She's been de-bimbo-fied since Jaden left. So, so. sad. <laughs> it was so sad. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's so true. She's so right. I still go back and watch Singing in the Rain. I'm like, wow. Like, I remember when I watched that music video and I was like, this woman literally looks perfect. Like, she looks like a Barbie doll. And now when I see her, I'm like, it's not her fault, obviously, but... Yeah. Honestly... Just- 
Honestly, this is just my opinion. I guess feminism kicking in. Like, I'm glad she doesn't have to be like forced to be a bimbo for her, for the company group, whatever. Mm-hmm. At least let their product be as good. You don't need the image yeah. to pump out the good tune. But do we know if she liked that image or not? Did she ever well, mention? I'm it? assuming she d- doesn't prefer it since she's like being herself now. Yeah, but we're talking about what she does on stage and off stage. Mm, like, yeah. I don't, I, we don't know whether she likes. She seems to like to sing a lot. Mm. Like, yeah. she seems like she likes to sing. She likes ballads. It sounds like. Mm. I don't know. Oh, she's gonna have a rough time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she had a. Maybe she can get into another OST and sing some ballads. Mm hope so we'll see yeah. they have a lot of actually i don't know how much time they have they have like three years left. three years yeah because if you think about it Maybe uh all of them started with their solos so it's like some of them are already at four years but are they counting oh them? i don't know i don't know actually what kind of no i think what kind of contract is that where you're allowed is it seven years plus But they... Why did I never think about this before? It feels like that's low-key illegal. Like, yeah, you have the seven-year contract, but you also have to promote for three years where you're not, like, debuted. <laughs> yeah, and this, I'm looking at it, and Luna debuted in 2018, so yeah. they're coming up on three years as a group, and then Heejin debuted in 2016, so that's so, yeah. five years. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah, fan signs and everything before yeah wow so heejin's been doing this for wow five years mm-hmm. and if they have the actual full-length contract she'll be at this for, <laughs> for yeah nine? she's a third jenny yeah um i just came across a very interesting article called mm-hmm. the untold truth of luna member jinzo oh mm-hmm. Like, what is this? It says the riches of Jinzo. Okay. (laughs) 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 They say she's worth $1.6 million. Jinzo? I mean, that's not that much. (laughs) It's not, but it's like the riches of Jinzo. This is like a whole thing. Yeah, it sounds kind of (laughs) strange. The riches. <laughs> it, dang, this all kind of looks accurate, though. This is kind of creepy. Anyway. that You know what? That, it sounds like one of those Weverse articles. <laughs> uh. That's why it sounds so weird to me. Oh, wow. This is... <laughs> we love the Odd Eye era, like, Photoshop of their faces. Yeah, I know it's I still in like um the last Luna album I got was Butterfly, but it was t- the weird photoshopping was there too. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Like we don't know what they really <laughs> look like. Especially Olivia, it's the worst with her. They make her a completely different person <sighs> for no reason. She's already really pretty. Super. Talk about G Dragon and Jenny. Oh, oh, sure. No. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out of the way. 
the sense of dread I got from that. Well, not really. I'm being dramatic, but it feels it feels like worse than it actually is. Like he, she's 25, he's 32, so it's not that weird in theory. But it's like being her, your love interest at 16. Eh, eh, eh. It's like a situation I would have found a dream when I was, like, 15 and a victim. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like, him and... being in, a, like, a mentor position to her, and obviously you have to consider the Korean hierarchical thing. Like, it's just... Like, people kept on saying, it's not grinning because they're close in age. And then, like, can you... Do people, like, not understand nuance? <laughs> As a, as a concept <laughs> like if they met like like last year when she was 24 and he was 31 like nobody would care the issue yeah. <laughs> is that he's known her since she was a minor and he's very he has a lot more power and influence than she does um it's not like she's just dating some random 30 or 2 year old like it really surprised me because honestly I'm I'm not going to say I think G-Dragon is like the best guy in the world or like he's an upstanding citizen or something. I don't know that. But um, I kind of didn't expect him to be with someone this young. He's never given me that kind of vibe. I don't know. It's he always seemed, he, It always seemed like he, from the dating rooms I've heard, he dated people who were age appropriate, like models, really pretty, stuff like that. I'm actually really surprised that he's dating Jenny. She doesn't even feel like she would be on the same wavelength. Yeah, like yeah. What did I even talk about? <laughs> Chanel, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chanel couple. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jesus oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if this will be like another silent couple where it'll be like we'll get shoots of them. They'll be like diet Hudon. Mm. <laughs> I think it'll be more like uh, Daniel and, and Jiho where we don't really hear much of anything. Uh, there's always that like 2% of a Jenny and G Dragon photo shoot though. Oh, Jesus mm. Lord. Oh my gosh. I really hope the it just kind of goes away. Ugh, no. Ugh, I, I mean, I don't hate it, but it's still I, I, I like can't wrap my mind around it. I, I generally like my brain refuses to remember what G Dragon's face looks like in general. So yeah, special. Yeah, he has a weird chin. That's all I remember. Yeah. Uh, he's all right. He's not a top. Johnny's <laughs> short older brother. Oh, he's had surgery to make his face look the way it does, though. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but going from Kai to G Dragon, I think this G Dragon thing is serious. Possibly, I don't know what year. Yeah, I mean, I know the the Kai thing probably wasn't a series, but still, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah. I guess they're like artsy together or whatever. 
Yeah. I look so much better than G-Dragon. Not even <laughs> funny. I just, I want to know what she even sees in G-Dragon, but maybe it's just me. I what personality is like. <sighs> That's what I'm questioning, because I know nothing about this guy. So I was like, okay, maybe he's like deep or something, because what is going on here? <laughs> oh. But I, I do notice how when it's dating scandals, it's like always somebody in YG. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why I, can't I, you guys hide your stuff? I feel like there's something going on, because I know YG has a whole bunch of issues with different companies and stuff. I, but I, I, I'm like, I guess this is like YG company stand talk, but I guess it, I think it's because YG is an easy target now. Mm. Um, like easy target but um how do i say this kind of like how equally bad companies can like use it as a scapegoat like look yg is doing something bad buy my album <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it makes sense because they're not bringing in as much money as they were before so it might be because i know big hit is piling in dish loads of money to keep them out of scandals because i was thinking when all this bullying stuff was blowing up like am i really supposed to believe that all of them are like nice little angels like maybe <laughs> they weren't but it's just nothing ever know. comes up on them all of bts look like they would have been bullied but then again i don't know these people there's so. no uh, there's no bullying look i don't believe in that because <laughs> i knew kids who got bullied by girls who were like kind of like not particularly strong or muscular or intimidating mm -hmm. in any way yeah it's so, so no fascinating bullying and how people are chosen yeah most bullies are people who are like losers and think they would get bullied so they like try to be super defensive to compensate yeah all right thing. i've <sighs> seen i've seen both i've seen popular bullies and i've seen one thing that I have seen and what I've seen personally is they always have some sort of like issues at home or like mental health issues. <laughs> Doesn't like everything else is variable, but there is always either the parents are bad or like they have some mental health issues or like their parents are gone, like something like that. Yeah. When I was yeah. in middle school, a girl, uh, I had I had to transfer middle schools like in the middle of the year. Worst mm -hmm. thing ever, but um, so I transferred and I got there. You know how boys do that ranking system of like who looks the best and stuff like that. Oh boy! So of course they put the new girl above one of these other girls, and she got pissed. Like oh, she doesn't. She just got here. She doesn't even go here. Like I don't even understand why y'all <laughs> like her. And I got. Oh she did not mess with. She kept messing with me until the eighth grade. And we finally got into a fight, like two, three wow. years, all because of that. Prisity pressed. Yep, that's bullying, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this has been so interesting for me because I don't, I've like basically forgotten about middle school and don't think about it. <laughs> but like seeing all this is like, oh yeah, like middle school is kind of messed up. Like we didn't yes. have the the same sort of thing going on exactly. Um, but I definitely wasn't that good of a kid. I wasn't a bully, but <laughs> if I was an idol, they probably would have, like, called me out for, 
like having physical fights or something like that. I had a couple with a friend of me, um, and I think was it in seventh grade. But it's funny because if you like talk to her now about me, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, me and Alice get along fine. Like we're we're totally tight." But like during <laughs> middle school, we would literally like <laughs> beat each other up in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Like that would that just happened like a few times and just that yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, thinking about like somebody exposing me for fighting a friend of me in fifth grade. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I could never become an idol because they would be like, "Oh yeah, Alice tackled oh, her friend once in the locker room." And... <laughs> but we like joked about it in high school, so yeah, it's. Mm. Uh, there's definitely a difference though because of the hierarchical thing yeah. in Korea. Like, I guess I I don't really have a I guess background to speak on this stuff because like I've talked Lysa's ear off about this before. Bullying wasn't really a thing in any of my high schools. Everybody minded their business. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely not in high I, school. Yeah, in high school it doesn't really exist. People just kind of ignore you. Yeah, just or like rumors. Memory. Sometimes I would hear like vague rumors, like "Oh, this girl took a, a nude of herself," and that's it. Like, oh yeah, just... now she mentioned it. And like my first one, people would do that thing. Now what was my third? That thing about like airdropping other people's pics. I think that was the worst <laughs> they ever got. Yeah, I would definitely wasn't a good kid in middle school, but I I wasn't bullying people. I remember one thing that I thought was hilarious. By I think. The third quarter, because we run a quarter system at a middle school, third quarter of eighth grade, I was, I got really into anime, and I convinced, like, not a majority of my school, but, like, an uh, unusual amount of people to start watching this anime called Fairy Tale. Oh, no. <laughs> so I came into homeroom. I had a friend like that. <laughs> <laughs> I came into, I came into homeroom, and some girl, like, I didn't really know, like, a sixth grader. Was like, oh yeah, like I heard about this anime named Fairy Tale you've been recommending to us, and I was like, huh, I don't remember saying anything to you, and it like <laughs> had spread. Guys <laughs> are so lucky that you got to <laughs> openly enjoy anime without being like completely ridiculed. Yeah, because I was at the, we were at the top. The eighth graders were like at the top. Yeah, mm. I could not like anime when I was younger. I mean, I could, but I would be made fun of like relentlessly mm. i've heard the war stories yeah mm. you guys are really lucky yeah you, i think like, it might even, be like even my mom she like subconsciously keeps hiding that she liked dragon ball z because of that huh. <laughs> i think it might be like a slight like we're not entirely different generations but like the slight thing because i feel like people are more open now about liking anime than they were like when I was a little kid. For me, it was know? literally just a year's difference. The people in the grade below me had no problems with anime. They had no problems with people being different. It was like the cutoff was my class. Mm. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah. Well, do you guys actually think that bullying, since we're not going to talk about like specific instances of the bullying do you guys really think that it's different in korea from what people have said mm. uh, they say that it's just a lot more serious and 
I don't know. Mm, I don't believe that. I like from what I'm understanding, and I'm only this is only based off of one person. So he has they have their own experiences, but um, there's a Korean American guy who person who was talking about their experiences, um, and they're saying like it's not worse or better in either country. It's just like different because of societal and cultural influences. Like in America, like. Some kid can come into your school and, like, shoot up the school. Whereas in Korea, like, teachers can't stop bullying. So, uh, this person was saying, um, like, basically, uh, like, in America, there's more fear for your life. But in Korea, Mm -hmm. there's more fear for, like, your face and, like, your... How do I explain this? Like, the way other people perceive you. Your reputation? Yeah, 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 your reputation. So a lot of the bullying in America is like, oh, I don't like you, let me beat you up, or whatever. But in Amer- in Korea, it's more like psychological, like, making you look like a dirty person. That kind of thing. But there's oh. obviously, like, violence that comes with it. It's just like... Yeah, it, it's, it's oh, yeah. kind of a it's, different intention. So it's one of those things that depends on the person's outlook on life. Yeah. I don't know, again, I'm not really as experienced in bullying to say if I'd rather, like, have somebody punch, slap me, or, like, ruin my reputation. But, yeah, just different. I don't have a particular opinion on it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't agree with, like, oh, our bullying is worse, our bullying is better, like, <laughs> I don't think that's something that needs to be argued about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um... The way people say it, like, oh, okay, knights have an issue with this, because everybody's has been to school, so they, like, sympathize with how horrible these things occurring could be. Mm-hmm. I equate that to, like, how everyone is like, yeah, school shootings are bad. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously <laughs> one is your life and one is possibly your life, but, you know, in your own removal. Uh, but, yeah, just equal but different. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other things that I can think about in middle school that were like, uh, well, I don't know if I don't know if I should talk about this, but I, I guess it's uh, something that should be said. Like the the whole concept, because I know there are some people who think it's kind of far fetched that like uh, people could sexually harass others in middle school. Oh it's my not, god! No, it's not at all. <laughs> There was a there was a girl at my middle school. It was through seventh and eighth grade, and she had a lot of issues in her home. Um, so I think people understood that. But I'm not saying that to mean it was okay. But just to give some context, and she would like I won't go into details, but she would harass the dudes in my class without their consent and it was we would see it multiple times like in a week happening we'd be like what is going on like why is this happening um she got suspended and then they couldn't do anything else with her because of double standards or whatever but i remember that time and like seeing the dudes in the class being like what like what is going on like how is this allowed to continue like yeah like kids in middle school are capable of doing that especially like seventh eighth graders, yeah, doing that kind of thing. Yeah, I can't definitely. believe that's something people don't believe. What? I've done awful. Yeah, 
Thankfully, nothing ever happened to me, but yeah, it was a very, very crappy situation because of the way that the gender stereotypes were like, oh, well, I mean, the teachers never said it, but I think there was sort of this implication like, oh, she did it. They must have liked it or something. But it it was mm. so clearly not like that. Um, I guess this also goes back to the the whole thing about bullies. Again, not talking about specific people. But I cannot believe people are just so... I, I guess I'll say misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being mean. It's like, they can never do something to someone. They're an uwu baby. <laughs> they smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's very have, it's very no go ahead like have we not all like gotten seen a post a little tiktok gotten a talk but from someone about like oh abusers killers manipulators they get away with it because in public they're charming and mm-hmm. like your abuser yeah. may be charming to their friends and nice and blah 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 but what did blah, 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 you know like <laughs> I can't, I, it's, I can't believe it. It's, like, so strange to me because I'm realizing, like, for the first time that, like, I don't even mean this in an arrogant way at all, but, like, before this, most K-pop international fans did not know that, like, their idols had an image, you know? Like, they would say, yeah. like, oh, yeah, Opa has an image, but they didn't believe it. And I didn't realize that people, like, didn't think of idols having an image until this because I saw how people kept melting down and crying and not crying but you know yeah. kind of having these extreme reactions to like an idol coming out as a bully like how is that surprising <laughs> yes. these are all like ri- middle, upper middle class to rich in po- kids popular mm-hmm. kids individually attractive kids who don't want to go to college who don't want to get a job and you find it hard to believe that they could be mean to someone in school Especially when you think about the trainee system, like, mm-hmm. um, it's ripe for bullying. Yeah. It's perfect for bullying, honestly, like, it makes sense. I was reading something about this, and I was, like, trying to understand the connection between bullies and K-pop, and someone, like, pointed this out to me, and it's kind of a shame I didn't think about this before, but, like, as an idol, you have to be a person who loves attention. Like, that has to be one of the main things that you really want. Because otherwise, you wouldn't be an idol. Like, I could never be an idol because I don't think attention is worth all that whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, who, who are the people who are the most attention-seeking? Narcissists. And who are mm-hmm. narcissists? Bullies. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's not... <laughs> not all narcissists are bullies, but I mean, it's like... It's kind of like a a system. Like you have these young kids who have extreme issues with their secu- with their insecurities. They're like, I need attention. I want to be validated. And you have a fan base who validates you, who coddles you. It, like it, it's a perfect system. Like literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've never even thought about that before. Like all idols are, for the most part, are people who really need attention on some level. Um. Some of them are obviously healthier than others. Like, I think these people... Well, do I put this? I think these people who, like, think, oh, yeah, I would love to be an idol, and a lot of idols really act and think the same way. 
So if you like observe one of those people, one of those, hey, I guess, cables, then, <laughs> and they're usually like pretty, yeah, you'll see what some of these possibly bully articles are like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there is a, you have to be a specific kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but on the, I, and this is kind of an unpopular opinion, I'm thinking, but honestly, um, it's, with a lot of this coming out, I'm just very happy that the victims are able to bring these things to light. Because I see so much of people saying, like, this is such a sad time for us, and I'm like, this isn't a sad time. Like people no. are, <laughs> people are having their justice given to them finally, after seeing their their abusers or whatever parade around and and do agio for fans who are like, oh my gosh, I want to marry you and nah, nah, nah. like, I it, I'm kind of it's very cathartic honestly, and I feel I like really it's kind of like a flushing oh. of the system. Mm, yeah, I was thinking about it. Um... I thought I tweeted this, but I didn't. But I was thinking about it like the brood that's about to come. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of fans don't realize um, what it feels like to see your bully, like, succeed. Not only succeed, but, like, be all pretty, an idol, dancing with all fans and all kinds of stuff. Like To be so loved and have this false, like, saint image put on them. Yeah. That Best has girl. to be traumatizing. Best. Like somebody who used to punch you in the face like every day is now on stage dancing and all. Oh my God, I love you. Yeah, yeah and like... they have hundreds of thousands of people who literally think they're the best person on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that has to be actually really traumatizing. Now that I think about it. Yeah, because it's a distortion of like, isn't it kind of like a distortion of reality? Honestly, so drive somebody I, crazy. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know how much to the degree idols should be kicked out of groups, but I do think people should be informed. And I don't think it's right to censor people who have stories to tell at all. Because if someone says, hey, this dude was a bully in middle school, then you can say, okay, I can decide whether or not his past actions make are like bad enough for me to stand him. But to deny that it happened, that's mm. even worse for me. I would rather somebody say, yeah, I know he's a bully, I don't care, because he's hot. Because then, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, what can you do? But pretending like he didn't, <laughs> and he is obviously vague here on purpose, um, yeah. I, I just, I think it's good for people to just make informed decisions. Especially, at least for the victims, so the, the victims can have that relief of knowing that the truth is being exposed. So, and yeah. I, even though some of these are fake, I'm always inclined to believe these victims first because, like, yep. you can get sued for everything. Yeah, like, they're defamation laws. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so, <laughs> like, I, the I company don't... doesn't sue and they make them write, like, letters, like, handwritten letters and stuff like that. That makes mm -hmm. me think you did something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, even then, when they start, like, suing and showing up with five different lawyers and probably intimidating them, yeah. that only makes me think they're guilty. <laughs> like, no matter, honestly, no matter what these K-pop companies do, I always, I don't really, <laughs> I don't fully trust 
um, at least for a while. Because I, I feel like the analogy in my head for like what's happening right now is like we're in the middle of an earthquake, um, but we still have aftershocks that'll be hitting for the next couple years. So it might be two or three years from now that we get a final conclusion on some of this stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. And sometimes it's even longer than that. Like Hyoren from Sister, they held her bullying accusations back for five years. So, oh yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. group was a bu- bullies. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, there's probably some group that debuted in, like, 2019 that we won't hear about until a few years from now. Like, it's, it's just... Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I do think it's really, really a shame that uh, Korea is getting... That Naver is getting rid of that real-time search. And I know they're doing it to cover up. Yeah, um, what huh. people are looking for. I find that to be very, not to sound like a like a libertarian or something, but free speech. Like it's, it's, it's kind of disturbing. I think it's really odd that probably not the number one reason, but like a huge feature of your website and why people go there, you're getting rid of just for someone's reputation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, really, it's sus. disturbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's especially since, because I wasn't thinking about this, like, Korea is a smaller country, like, there's not too many other alternatives for them to use to have that same sort of feeling of, like, Mm -hmm. okay, now I know what's in the know for today in my country. So it's kind of, like, I don't know if it's dramatic as silencing the country, but it's, like, dampening. It's horrible. Yeah. I bring it back. And realize yeah. they've made a mistake and bring it back. You don't mm, know. I don't, I don't know. think making money is a mistake for them. Because <laughs> now all these, because there was Cause that thing with like they can boycott Naver and protest. Yeah, it would be like people boycotting like Google. <laughs> like, Never gonna happen. <laughs> Big hit is like I swear three months away from going on my mortals mortal enemies list right next to Elon Musk. Because this is just getting out of hand. <laughs> but what about their kid? Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that kid's name. <laughs> Goan's godson. Yeah. You leave the children out of this. I am redacted. After Musk and Musk alone, Grimes, you will be dealt with as well. <laughs> Didn't I t- uh, type that whole thread out about my funeral plan? Uh... About how at the... <laughs> I'm buried in the botanical garden. I want people to throw eggs at Grimes unexpectedly and shove her in with me so I can enact my final act of revenge. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Not sure why people trust the company statements either when you have them blatantly getting caught giving gifts so people can put in good word. Like, and it's weird because the company statements are so vague, and you can tell they make them as like this on purpose. And they're like, I literally saw a fandom like this. One of these kids got into a scandal, and everybody kept on spamming. Wait for the company statement. Wait for the company statement. As soon as it came out, they're like, "Okay, he's fine now." <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> and the company statement was like, "We're gonna look further into this. Please don't spread any false rumors." 
And it's like, do people not have like reading oh comprehension God. schools skills? Like, of course they don't want you to spread false rumors. That doesn't mean he didn't do it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so obnoxious. Do we talk about Zhaozhen? I mean, this can't this doesn't have to be a big thing. Uh, but I found it interesting that not only is it like regular misogyny, this is like a quote from a team. <laughs> um, I would like to add that, wait, what? Basically, his sexist remark was based, also based on a whole ideology, um, mentioning, insert Chinese character, I literally cannot even begin to know how to pronounce. Uh, hmm multiple times of hearing it's like he has an ideology thinking women woman woman is like men's pet this is worded weirdly weirdly really hard to translate to english so basically zaljan thinks that women are meant to be the man's pet you know don't spoil them too much <laughs> yeah really weird opinions on women it's really yeah, I've also really heard just now that that thing about him saying don't pamper women was he was using this is the most recent thing he was using the analogy of his vocal cords as being like his girlfriend or something like that oh so God. he said <laughs> so he said you have to like take care of your girlfriend but you can't pamper her too much or something uh, I don't really I don't really your understand. synapses even go there Oh yeah. So, anyways, like I'm not he obviously surprised. has some issues, but some of these translations are like very questionable. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's that thing about like these people are fluent in Chinese, obviously, but it's that thing about conveying a message across. I yeah, because one of them was like a, a win-win akage or something. So mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I'm gonna wait out a little bit, but I'm there's other me i would like to think it's not biased in favor of a specific member okay yeah um the thing is like obviously i don't really like wavy that much i don't know i wouldn't be disappointed anyways because my perspectives on k-pop have changed drastically since last may but mm -hmm. uh Zhaoshan, he's like one of my token hot boys so my <laughs> true revenge for this act of misogyny i can't even get upset <laughs> at this stuff anymore is I will objectify him to a new degree I have never before. <laughs> I will sure. make sure that he does not earn a cent off of it. I will not. <laughs> I <laughs> no. That's a, gonna... that's the spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's true revenge. <laughs> There's actually a dude I've decided to do that with as well, but I'm going to talk about him next podcast. <laughs> I think that I think this the upcoming it should be very interesting. My general. <laughs> This is just me now, but my general vengeance of men now has just been not respecting them. <laughs> yeah, it's for me, it's like, I get to objectify you, you don't make any money, because I'm not paying you. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> Lately, I've been really into, like, what do they call them, himbos? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be That's pretty, iconic tell me to Lately, talk. I've been into himbos. <laughs> <laughs> Just like they don't need to talk. Just be pretty. Be yeah, cute. Just, just be, be strong. <laughs> just be there. Everybody take notes from Blake. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
There's so many men that would be so much more attractive. Like, just sit there and be attractive. You don't have to always say something. Like, yeah. your mouth doesn't always have to be open. <laughs> it can be closed sometimes. Be quiet, look pretty, make me some food, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Sing some little songs, yes, yeah. Do your little dance. <laughs> There's going to be some even... male redditor who makes the post oh about my this. God. You know what, I oh, think Sunshine is actually right, because if you look at female hormones... <laughs> uh, uh, oh my gosh, we're going to have dudes, like, kenning with him. <laughs> Maybe in a few years. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'll be the ne next evolution of K-pop fans. More um, guys will get into it because the guys are based. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've seen like left wing people try to like reclaim, not reclaim, but use that term instead, and it never works. <laughs> like, I'm always just kind of confused because I see like, haha, based Karl Marx, and I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, don't even get me started on Twitter, communists. <laughs> <laughs> VV voters, as I call them. Oh, I have something I wanted to talk about. So, are you guys still there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really silent. Um, anyway. <laughs> if you don't hear the little thumb, like, we're still here. <laughs> oh. Anyway. So, I was on YouTube, and I saw this video of, um, I've actually seen a couple of videos about it. And I think it relates to K-pop. It's a little general, but it relates to K-pop. Um, and how people were saying how much society hates teenage girls and the things that teenage girls like. Yup. And I thought, I'm like, I never thought about that, but it's so true. That's why people look at like K-pop and boy bands and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like, that's for teenage girls. Ugh. Like they have no taste. Their opinion doesn't matter. It's just written off. It's like, that's a teenage girl thing. Which is hilarious because K-pop realized teenage girl opinions do matter and we can make bank off of it. <laughs> yeah. Teenage girls are like some of the biggest consumers out there and people just, I don't know, it's really weird. Yeah, and there's obvious misogyny in it because when you think about what teenage dudes are into, it's sports and how much funding goes into sports, crap ton. Way more than, like, I remember at my high school, like, uh, like sports weren't even that popular, but they were always spending money on the football field and the football team, mm -hmm. even though they sucked. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's like, I wonder who's more involved because it was the theater program that everybody like enjoyed. But guess who was in the majority of the theater program? Women. Guess who was in the ma in the majority of the sports and the soccer and the football? Dudes. So it, yeah, it's <sighs> even in sports when you have a a male team and a female team the females always get funded less yeah and paid way less right yeah i've experienced that firsthand like i played for a football team and we always got the scraps in terms of kits in terms of i don't know overseas trips compared wow. to the boys it was minimal for no reason we were pretty good you know, they do that to the U.S. soccer team, even though the women are like a thousand times better than the yeah. men. It, 
It makes no sense. It reminds me of like unusual the you the average musical setting band always gets so much attention and a lot of funding and orchestra on for example like people will literally dismiss sim sim symphonies to just band and orchestra itself they'll call it band because guess what <laughs> most band players are men and obviously most orchestra players are women I don't know. It, it literally applies to every single interest in existence. Gaming, all the fake games, Animal Crossing, all the real man games, Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Like, like we can go on for like five different categories. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if men played Animal Crossing, they wouldn't have holes in their walls. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, men started playing Animal Crossing more because of the quarantine boom. And now we have racist Animal Crossing fans. Can't be- I still can't believe that. So how do you mess up Animal Cross? Animal Crossing. <sighs> Animal Crossing ruined Animal Crossing. I can't. Crazy. Hate race is so. They ruin everything. Yeah. Everything they touch. They're so annoying. Just. <laughs> oh, <God. sighs> ruin Animal Crossing. Last February, the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp community, we were chilling, we were peaceful, the most wholesome space ever. Then BAM! You guys are overreacting, you're just an everybody, baby, baby. Okay, run over. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of visually... <laughs> Not visually, but I could kind of visualize it very easily. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you need an example of how bad it got, Yandere Dev started playing Animal Crossing. Hmm. I mean, everybody was playing it, so... Yeah. Yeah, oh. but every single space. It's kind of how... This is kind of... I don't... This is a bit of a reach, but, like, how Big Bang is seen as, like, a cool group. And they tended to have a lot more um, older male fans in comparison to... Let's say, I don't know, some random girl group. And it's mm -hmm. because they had all these, like, older male fans that made them somehow, quote-unquote, oh. better. Yeah. Now I think about it, I guess I can apply this to, like, um, back when Twice was liked, like, 2015 to 17 era. Like, they were one of the best groups, Nations Girl Group, and that's because a bunch of men liked them. Like, obviously, there were still women, so there was stuff going on i'm like measuring these upsides with like a three percent margin but you get what i mean uh yeah because now that their concept has changed and they still have their i think they, they still kept their like core male fan base but they don't have like all the extra people like the mm -hmm. so yeah and they I moved on to as one which is even weirder yeah me, which but... is all that weirdness <laughs> with the korean little sister uh Very girls sus. must be cute and innocent and uh, yeah just they're gonna mm -hmm. do the same thing to wanyong that they did to yuna they're gonna start saying that she like she's old and she's aged when she turns like 17 they literally did that to yuna and she's like not even 18 years old they're talking about her like she peaked when she debuted when she was 15 mm. which is crazy well, they don't because if I you really take me to a high school her. And I look at a 15-year-old girl, there's nothing peaking there. It's somebody going through puberty. <laughs> I don't know any dudes my age either who would be like, oh, this 15-year-old girl was more attractive than some girl at my college. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, 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 it's just kind of normalized, but that's really weird. 
Like, I don't know anybody my age or older who thinks like that. <laughs> like, really and truly. I really hope they don't ruin Yuna, because I think she has such a nice personality, and I don't want her to, like, be affected by all of this stuff, because I can imagine that really gets to you. Um, that's I think that's why, like, Mary-Kate Nashley, I know this is old, but that's, like, why Mary-Kate Nashley stopped making movies and everything when they turned 18. They were just like, y'all are creepy. There was a countdown to their 18th birthday and all kinds of stuff, and they were just like, that was really uncomfortable. That's really uncomfortable and weird. Back to the teenage girl thing, um, I stopped listening to her after You Should See Me in the Crown. So from what I know of Billie Eilish, if she had... If she, her music is at the quality where if she didn't have a bunch of teen girls liking her, she would be considered like an artistic great. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that. But yeah, me and Billie Eilish are, I think, the exact same age. Sometimes I see the 19th, sometimes I see the 18th. So I remember it's seeing 18. that. Okay, so she's a day older than me, I think. But um, I remember seeing that post. People were waiting for her 18th birthday. And that was, like, when it kicked in for me, like, there were going to be dudes who, like, perceive, who are, like, not for me specifically, but waiting for somebody my own age, because I kind of perceive myself as being young on the internet. But, like, I don't know what I'm saying. But it it was just kind of very disturbing. I feel like I know what you mean. Yeah. And I was like, this is how I'm going to be, how people could potentially see me for the rest of my life is, like some like oh she's 18 now so it's fine like i i I don't think that people should be making their morality decisions based off of legality solely like it's like the like there's plenty of things in the world that are legal but like not moral (laughs) like this entire bullying situation a lot of the stuff that these the reason oh i should have mentioned this earlier the reason why the bullying in Korea is so bad during middle school um, and the teachers don't do anything about it is because they don't have, like, juvie or suspension or detention in Korea. Oh, wow. Yeah. You don't even get detention. Like, what? Yeah. So if somebody does something bad to a teacher and they're below a certain age, there's, like, a term for this. For, like, students, like, in their second year of oh, middle school yeah. who, like, act up because they can and they can't be punished by the law. Like, mm. there's nothing that can be done. So, yeah. That's I think like I'll... a growing problem in Korea, apparently. Because I remember um, Eve from Luna said that, mm. just casually mentioned that she was outside, and a group of teenage boys, like, approached her, and she got scared because she didn't know what they were going to do. I think they just said she was pretty or something, but she was scared for a second because she's like, "Yeah, it's a problem. It's Punish mm. kids. But they don't. No, they they don't. Kids, you can't. So there was a like a couple of years ago. I don't remember how long ago, but they changed some rule so that teachers couldn't like. Oh no, corporal. Yeah, yeah. So since now that's over, students will literally hit teachers, and the teachers can't do anything about it. So I'm like, this stuff with the idols isn't that surprising. They put no alternative in there. Yeah, there's. It's not that surprising because there's literally like no authority like i've been had it beaten to my head since i was like a child like you don't hit people you don't hurt people blah 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 and i still (laughs) did a little something in middle school but imagine like 
knowing that you will never get in trouble. Like, you'll never get arrested, you'll never go to juvie, you'll never go to detention for, like, hitting and being mean to other kids. And, like, you can hit your teacher and yell at your teacher. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, there are cops in American schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... No wonder the victims are going this route, then. What yeah. other... What other alternative do they have? Yeah. Wow. When you... When I really think about it, you can have some pretty sadistic kids. Yep. yep. You... Yep. No consequences. Wow. Yeah, there's literally no consequences. <sighs> yeah, and especially with it being like, because I know middle school for them runs from seventh grade to ninth grade, so they're a bit older than they than like uh, American middle school where it starts with like eleven and twelve year olds. Oh, because I've read um about one of the cases. They said that the bully was seventeen at the time in ninth grade, and I'm like seventeen in ninth grade. <laughs> yes, that's what it said. I'm like, how far back did you get help? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I thought it was 13 to 16 or something. No, 13, 12 to 15? Something like that. Maybe they were using Korean age? Because sometimes it that stuff have. is really confusing. I really hope so. Because it's a lot. But yeah, like a 14 or a 15 year old can inflict a lot of damage on a person. Um... So say the most yeah, damage, I would say the meanest people out there are middle yeah. school students. Yeah. They are brutal. The yeah. Johnny skit. <laughs> Thirteen year olds are the meanest people alive. <laughs> yeah, I definitely seventh grade was like Oh my god. Yeah, it was awful. Mm. I don't know. I think in eighth grade we like we like I, I think I said this before, but we wanted to get out so bad. But seventh grade, oh my goodness. Because that's the second year. That's that's this no. Second year is eighth grade in Korea, I guess. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to do that some, over again. Like, psychological reason on why kids get like the worst they possibly do when they're like thirteen to fourteen years old. <laughs> Hormones. Mm. You're unsure of yourself. You're trying to come into your own and establish your like place. And social hierarchy and stuff, and I don't know. That might be why. Yeah, probably. Yeah, people say that peer pressure doesn't really exist, which I agree when it comes to like drugs and stuff. But I think for behavior, it can kind of get you subconsciously. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because I've always seen stories where people will be like, "Yeah, I used to beat up bullies back in the day." Like an idol would say this, and I'd be like, "Why are you beating up people? Like, what the heck?" And now seeing all this, I'm like, oh, that's why they were beating up bullies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like so crazy to me because that's just <laughs> not a reality I lived in. <laughs> Once I would just like to see, to know if there's an idol out there that isn't necessarily perfect, but didn't bully anybody, didn't go through all of this stuff in school, was just an all right person. Do they exist? There are yeah. some. I think Jiho said that she used to beat up bullies. Um, I can you know, that. From uh, TVXQ used to beat up bullies. Uh, I think there would be more information on second gen idols because if they had dirty laundry, it's more likely to be aired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember 
I remember like the one time I did see a kid being bullied in like eighth grade. He was a sixth grader. I would like talk to him and I like kind of bullied him into not being bullied, but like in a, but in, like, a forcefully nice way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't that nice. We just watched. <laughs> I don't even remember if I did anything. Alice, what did you think of the Gimme Gimme music video? <laughs> Literal, I've seen that that very good video I was talking about uh, last podcast was better. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, this was... You know what? This, rem- this photo shoot here, where they're like, they have the strippy shroud outfits and the, wow, we have guns. They've had another photo shoot like this before. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it is. And yeah, I, my head, I, it was, I think it was for Season's Greetings or something. So they're literally This is the Season Greetings one. Oh, okay, okay. The bottom okay. one is, and then the top one is... Uh, yeah, Gimme for Gimme Gimme. Gimme. Yeah, yeah, I was watching Gimme Gimme. I... It looks like one of those dance performance MVs. Like, it doesn't even... <laughs> it looks like a nice studio tune video. It doesn't even look like a proper music video. People are like, oh, it's Japanese. It doesn't even matter. This is is the (laughs) longest time that they've teased something. Like, when the hell did they announce this? In August of 2020? And we got this music video. Yeah. And the song isn't good at all. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, (laughs) That's what I find so, like, um, audacious about these boy groups. Is they, like tease these songs they have these really cool concepts and then the songs come out and they have these atrocious <laughs> beat drops <laughs> garbage beat drops no chorus just a whole bunch of flailing limbs and like industrial complex noises and all of 300 million fangirls are like wow this was so sexy and it's like a, a slowed down <laughs> gif of like some dude like touching his abs for two seconds like it, <laughs> I've just literally described all male music videos for the past like five years. You're welcome. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> like this has been a thing for a while. Like I think and citizens of they've been trying to figure out what has happened to SM's visual department. Um I saw it a lot more. I think it like came to a peak two weeks ago, last week. Um and someone linked this article that basically discusses it. And they basically put it down to um, Min Hee Jin, who was the creative director at SM, who mm. left for Big Hit in 2018. Mm. And if you look at the work that she did before, it's, it's the first picture that I sent. Like, just look at it and then compare that to, to the teaser that we've gotten recently. Yeah. It's the difference is so stark like why the hell have you why have you depended all of this on one person oh that's why regular era was so pretty and yeah. resonance was so trash that is exactly because ah. i thought it was weird because like regular era there wasn't that many people in the fan base i remember because <laughs> yeah. it was still fun to be an in citizen at that point and it was kind of messy, but it felt more fun. And Resonance is just... Yeah. Can I go home now? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at this stuff and oh my god, this is terrible. Like the difference is I can't believe it. Like there's like a phrase that goes around like NCT from 2016 to 2018. It's just yeah. better than anything yeah. after yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. the fandom is so huge now. Even from yeah. now until Neozone, it's like weird because the, I guess the people I follow always stays the same. But I guess they're just actually the new big thing now, which is really strange because I always just assumed they were just going to be that group who never, like, that was like, oh, this is the failed experiment. That's just kind of what I assumed mm. they were going to be like when I first started standing. But now they're actually big. Very strange. <laughs> I, w- I was not expecting that. Yeah, the, the article, it basically sums up that her work was more story-focused and story-driven. Mm-hmm. Uh... Whilst the recent ones, they're more modern, sort of using typography more, more sort of Instagram face vibes. Kind oh, of she, up made the, she made the FX. Wow. No wonder. That's iconic. Yeah. That, album, that is like. It's such a loss. Perfect. And I don't know how, like, how can you not replace that? That's really bad, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm looking at Taeyeon's, um this happy cover, and that is just. No. That's yeah. the worst one that I see. Like, mm-mm. even Do you remember XOSC's album as well? How that looked. Mm, yeah, that uh, was. I remember I, I bought that. It had no freaking spine. <laughs> it had no spine. It was just pages <laughs> and a booklet. God, Seon's happy cover is so ugly. Yeah. So bad. Like, they could have just changed out that color for a different color. I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan of the filter. Chartreuse is just never a good color. <laughs> Just period. <laughs> Just not a good color. I really, I don't look forward to their teasers anymore, which is a shame. Yeah. That that used to be the thing that I used like the creative vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The concept. I don't look forward to that anymore. It's sad. It's a shame. The fall of NCT. Yep. Well, the rise of their popularity and fall of yes. Oh, so they're being BTS. Not a, on an aesthetic level. Bang tangification gas. <laughs> I swear, I swear, fans, they only care about like the winds and all of that stuff now. I remember before, the, the like all the winds, you know, the oh, yeah, sails, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, it used to be really like the fun. fandom used to care about this story stuff and like the aesthetics yeah. and all of that. It's gone now. Really mm-hmm. bitter. I feel like it be, it's like being at an airport. Like in Citizen, it's just like a whole bunch of people from an airport. <laughs> it's always been like that, but now the airport is even bigger. <laughs> they got the Buffalo Wild Wings in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's way deep. Have you seen them? No, I don't really pay too much attention to Wavy. I think it was shot. During Resonance oh, I saw era. those. The ones with the, the takeoff with the, like, airline patterns or something? Yeah, but the actual, like, member teasers came out. They're, well, they're coming out. 
uh, I think it was I think it was taken during Resonance era, so they all have the same hair color. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at their concept images now from for Kickback. These pictures are very unremarkable. Like I yeah. know kids, I know kids who could take better pictures than this. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean that like genuinely. Like <laughs> I have friends who could take a better picture of me than this. Like I don't. <laughs> Like it, it probably there's a. This reminds me of when your friend asks you to take a picture of them, and you do it bad on purpose so that they don't ask you to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like even the outfits, you could say that this is from Make a Wish or anything, and I would believe. Yeah. You. Seriously though, you I could literally say, that, "Hey, yeah. I want to do an impromptu photo shoot," and you say, "Okay," and you go to like a thrift store with your friends. You put on some outfits. You get into a hotel room. And you take these pictures and you leave. And you could be out within an hour. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this isn't... <laughs> this is not... This is not worth any money. Even for Neozone, there was one set of teaser photos. They look. They literally look like they got them out of their dorm room in their hoodies. Just put them oh, in front yeah. of the corridor wall. When they were all wearing those the jerseys there. and stuff? Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going um, on? It's the casual, you're hanging out with them aesthetic. I don't like, Ooh. I don't care about that though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's popular nowadays. Like, um, yeah. I use, I, I swear as an example, like I saw people give like hot takes about that photo shoot. Like, hey, I see where you're coming from, but this is the popular vibe. Like they know what their demographic is into. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I wonder, is Aespa's demographic like itsy? Like it's young girls i think they're going for like the whole pinterest aesthetic breed of get girls oh. it's like how i say um 2014 heroin chic is coming back yeah it's that like dingy vibe oh that makes sense because i feel like Aespa is designed for a like slightly just slightly older user base than itsy um mm. so like 17 yeah I said really, I just think that uh, Ace was kind of young, they feel like. Mm. Like, even younger than Itzy for some reason. I don't oh. know. <laughs> I can see that, too. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's their plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> all because four all of them kind of look really... I mean, it's not a bad thing. They all look really sweet. Like, nice. Yeah, mm. I, I, it's it's their styling and their makeup and all that because they're I all. I think it's the style. It's like um, as for their music videos and like music and stuff, I can see it being younger than Itzy, but that specific like wave of sleepover photo shoot pictures they had, it was different. They give me Radio Disney, but that's just me. Mm. Yeah, I think more. it's their styling because if mm -hmm. they were styled, like they debuted relatively old. Not in like old, old, but like 20s. in idle terms, yeah. Yeah, like did. 18 yeah. to 20. Oh, I, yeah. I'm going through their Twitter nowadays, and yeah, I can see what you mean by like the Radio Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd pin this back to 14. Yeah, so that's interesting how they have. Well, at least it's at least they're, they're older and doing it instead of 15 year olds. <laughs> they're vibing. Mm -hmm. And uh, do does Aespa, I guess because they're on the same label, do they have the same kind of design people as everyone else in SM? Or because mm. I also think their image is a little 
until the beta done. The font for Aespa and the font for the Gimme Gimme music video is the exact same. Yeah, that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this because they're like... <laughs> They're using like the, for lack of better terms, the like gay el- electronica font for this. So the um, Love Holic album was good though. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say. Well, I have one funny thing to talk about <laughs> to end this. Um, <laughs> there was a German radio host that seems to have some extreme issues with BTS. I don't understand. The oh yeah, I heard why. about that. Um, in their own words, BTS is just like an abbreviation for COVID-19, and I hope there's a vaccine against BTS soon. Um, he goes on to curse at them for covering a Coldplay song, and he says that BTS deserves a 20-year vacation in North Korea for covering the Coldplay song. Well, they deserve a 20-year vacation somewhere for all their work. Yeah. (laughs) So this This dude... Clearly has some issues with, um... (laughs) This is the one time that I really hope ARMY just completely ruined this man's life. Because that is... Yeah. It's a bit, it's a lot. Why did you have to say all that? Yeah. You could have just said, I don't like this. Right. Bobid 9 scene. Yeah, the fact that he ended this by saying a 20-year vacation in North Korea. Like, what do these people do to him? <laughs> it's it's given racism. It's... Yeah. Is Jimin, like, singing high notes in front of him? Like, I don't understand. Then I might understand it a teeny bit. But yeah. North Korea, man, come on. Yeah. Especially with the, the, the anti-Asian stuff that's been going on with this pandemic. I've seen multiple posts about how, like, old Asian people have been attacked and like, there's no it's news really reports on it, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeremy Lin me. said uh, that the that people have been calling him coronavirus on the court. Oh god. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's bad. just like, how do people even think like that? Like, why would you attack a random old person? Like, what do they have to do with COVID? <laughs> <laughs> how is that going to make COVID awful. go away? <laughs> we will never know peace. <sighs> Never it's like crazy that people are having to, like, go through social media to get justice for their parents. Like. That's messed up. I don't know. This isn't, like, COVID-related, but I think the one that messed me up the most was, um, they shot that kid who was having a meltdown on the bridge. Oh, wow. Well, Asian kid, obviously, in this context. Oh, he's dead now. I forget his name, unfortunately. But, yeah, just... Doomer hours. Uh, I was going to bring up like the stuff concerning <laughs> the whole race war I joked about earlier, but I don't think it needs to be spoken about in detail. I think the main takeaway f- I have from this stuff, I just want to like remind everyone: things obviously suck on the internet, and I it's it just shows that I'm lucky if that I'm able to say like, oh, this stuff only happens online. I just, it's my thing personally where I'm like, um, not even related to this. I'll be like, okay, the world is awful. Awful. I'm going to be meaner in defense. And when I go into the real world, I'm incapable of that. So I basically just want you to keep in mind that, you know, just like relationships with people are precious and interacting day to day, even with strangers saying hi 
it's a really nice thing. So don't let yourself be like be consumed by bitterness because of um, bad sentiments on the internet. You know, just like stay positive. I'm not even telling you to be to stay strong or anything. Just take it in stride. Move on. Yeah, that's a really good point. Definitely, like, like if you just sit on the internet, you you really it really feels like everything is sort of hopeless. But like when you interact. And I'm speaking from some places of privilege, but, like, really, most people are not, like, out there to harm you. <laughs> like, <laughs> most of the encounters I've had with my life, most strangers are perfectly pleasant people. Um, so, you don't have to assume that everybody's wonderful at everything, but if you assume the worst, you will get the worst. Um, if you if you have a negative mindset, you will only, like, it. it's really interesting how, like, your the way you perceive things filters your reality um yeah mm. like you well you may have negative experiences yeah i can speak for myself but you just talk to an, an average person your age you'll have a fun pleasant time like obviously when i say these things i'm lucky but i still have these bad experiences that we see talked about online and it, it just doesn't leak over like that. I, d I just want people to be happy <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess to wrap everything up, it's I think it's really important for K-pop stands in particular to recognize that K-pop Twitter, what you see on Twitter and things like that, is it's not real life. A lot of the people behind these accounts would not approach you in real life, would not say any of this stuff yeah. in real life. They would be too scared. Yeah. So this I, is especially, um, not, sorry to cut you off. If, that's remember, fine. this is especially, keep this in mind with the pandemic. I know we're not like having full on conversations with new people a lot, but please <laughs> stay hopeful. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people are in a much different state of mind than they would normally be because of the pandemic. I don't think that excuses bad behavior, but I would say there's a certain dampening on humanity's <laughs> positive attributes as a result of, like, continual... Like, we're, we're experiencing trauma with this pandemic. Um, yeah. Beware of, of doom scrolling. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people who... I doesn't... It doesn't hit me because I'm kind of at an age where the years blend together a little bit. But um, mm. a lot of people are missing like their senior year of high school, their first year of college, their really important milestones that they don't get to celebrate because of the pandemic. It's really sad. Yeah. And I don't think we've all been, we don't know the full impact of everything that's happening right now. I feel I feel the most worse for little children, um, like kindergarten age, like first and second grade, yeah. because those are times where you very much need, I feel like, yes. interaction with other kids mm -hmm. to do well in school. And they're, I would be very horrified if I was a little kid. Like I don't know how I would have handled this. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I guess this is a bit <laughs> personal. But like I have family that should be starting preschool, and I just feel bad for them because you know i don't know how jumping into education will be after this i don't know how not really being around your peers will be like 
and the long-lasting effects after all this, its effects on everyone's physical health. Uh, oh my god, my back is killing me. <laughs> like it never has before. Yeah, I feel that. I've heard of people having uh, awful posture because they're used to not walk to walking around without shoes nowadays. And personally, mm -hmm. I notice I'm like I'm, I'm not walking on the soles of my feet anymore. <laughs> so um, this is more like usual, like every piece of media you consume. The uh, people who make it will talk about the pandemic eventually. Yeah. But, there there are a lot of things that are always going wrong in the world. Um, and I don't mean this in the way of toxic positivity. And I want to emphasize that because there's there's the optimism is not ignoring everything that goes wrong. It's understanding that things can get better and that having a defeatist and negative mindset doesn't help anything. Like you you literally make your life worse and you like you 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 die faster if you're pessimistic. So <laughs> it's not beneficial in any way um so i would definitely emphasize that it's very important to be grateful for what you do have i'm assuming a lot of people listening to this podcast are um somewhat privileged to some degree um so definitely think about the things that are going right um even if things are going wrong it doesn't it doesn't mean that the things that you are struggling with are less valid, but dwelling on those things only <sighs> I think I think it, it's something that we, it could be regretted later on. I think you deserve better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's all that can be said for now. Well, bye, bye. Bye. I want bye. to make a joke. I bye. <laughs> That's the end of our cult and underground <laughs> episode. I love that, like, some kind of switch triggered and we just turned into, like, <laughs> <laughs> someone's older sister at the end of the podcast, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs>